1: Oh yeah Mystery on the rocks Yeah Mystery on the
0: rocks
2: Yeah Uh, Let's start it up And Welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, the show that takes unsolved true mysteries and cocktails. Puts them together for your listening pleasure. If you've just joined us, we are currently in our espionage and geopolitics series. And war. Um, and war. War and is there war. too. And war. War. Um, With me, Christmas as always. Love's war, did you is, know that? Big fan. <laughs> That's why he said it in that, the War
1: because <laughs> chris does call he says he says the allies yes. will say that about world war ii but he always says it with an eye roll
2: yeah mm. with me as always as you're hearing is the fantastic suez Woo!
1: <laughs> and
2: the amazing yeah! chris stokes hello hello and i'm Sued. I'm already drunk <laughs> yeah you are you you seem to be sipping some really, in some really nice glasses uh, something before the glasses are
1: nice, aren't they? They are, are nice, nice, and they're too big. I poured, I couldn't judge it, so I've poured a lot in. Uh, I, um yeah.
3: We should say that we're in the same room because that sounded weird. You said you were both, you were drinking from nice glasses. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, it's because we. Um, yeah, yeah yes, me and me, and
1: me and Chris are in the same room because I was recording nearby today. A children's musical, and now it's time for my favourite children's musical, Mister on the Rock.
2: Mister on the Rocks. Yes. So uh, oh so ah here's something interesting. What are we? I see two empty cocktail glasses in front yeah, of me. Yeah, so, you. We, so what?
3: we shake it up. Yeah.
2: Will we be drinking?
1: <laughs> That's what? how you make a cocktail, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: so uh, we are in the same room, mm-hmm. and Masood is obviously when the three of us are together, he's the cocktail guy. Mm. So if anyone remembers, can't cook, won't cook, and I say that as if it's not still on. I just don't know. It's, I don't think it is. Okay, is it can't, so can't cook, cook, won't cook,
2: or ready, steady, cook? Ready, steady cookies. Oh, yeah, shit. yeah, oh, fuck
1: Ready, Ready? We did wonder why you were doing can't cook, won't cook. But, but we were so... Because that suggested, like, oh, honestly, shit, i have, have never, i making I've, ne- I've
3: never felt so embarrassed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well, I because I was like, oh, well, I'm not from here, food. so maybe it's a show. Maybe it was before Ready, Steady, Cook. <laughs> no, so no, like, oh, no,
3: no, 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 Masood, you're right. <laughs> I hate myself now. Uh, the Ready, right. Steady, Cook, yeah, where you'd bring in the ingredients and then you. So, Masoud, should I, I shake my head
2: like Ainsley Harriet and <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <pour
1: myself. laughs> Masood like pouring and putting bitters in, going, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> and we're like, really we hate hey. this. I think Harriet, I, Red I, Dwarf. Do
3: you remember um Yeah, do you remember Can't Smoke Won't Smoke when they yeah. did they, they did the Red yeah, Dwarf weird. version of Can't Cook Won't Cook? It was yeah. really
1: weird because Danny John Jules did it in character. As Dwayne Dibley. As Dwayne Dibley, oh, um, I didn't well, like
3: they, it. They all did it in character. Oh,
1: they were in character. That sucks. Yeah. Oh, wasn't there Fuck a weird
2: <laughs> news fa- um, like um, flub where they had Harriet was was it Hainsey, Harriet? It was Hensley Harriet and Lenny Henry, and the news had confused the two of them. Yeah, they were playing footage of one of them thinking it was the other. Oh my god, yes, it
3: yes, was, yes, yes, and yes.
2: it was
1: like it. I think it was the third time that week that like some newspaper or news channel had mistaken one black guy for yes another for one. another, and they're just because it like, kept oh, happening boy. with footballers. Do you remember when they did it with like? Marcus Rashford and a rugby player. Yeah, that
3: happened recently, didn't it?
1: It wasn't that long ago and then you look at the two of them side by side, they look fuck all alike. Yeah, you just... It's not even like, like like there was a guy, um, the DJ in the Maldives, sorry I went, uh, he look, <laughs> he looks like Bruno Mars right. and he was like, he said, oh people always tell me I look like Bruno Mars. Now, I could imagine like those two, if you had a photo yeah. of one and the other, they get mistaken for each other but this guy, this rugby player, and Marcus Rashford looked fuck oh, cool like <laughs> each other. They were just two black guys. That
2: happened in Edinburgh to me and another comic called Johnny Cochrane. Um, so, what? Oh yes, yes, you told me this. Oh yeah. my A photo God. of Johnny uh, with my name underneath.
1: No. Nice. And
2: what was really funny is that Johnny, I didn't, I never saw this article. Johnny did. We met and we saw each other in a pub and we had a chat. And he's like. I think it's hilarious. And I was like, yeah, that's right. pretty funny actually. We're just Cause like we've, we've known it for a long time. In fact, people have called me him. You and do him look maybe. alike.
1: Yeah. And, so, and that, we just, yeah. we just always
2: laugh off. We're like,
1: oh yeah, yeah, yeah whatever.
2: It's like, it it'd happens. be
1: weird if like, they, it was like you. And I think like I that, think, I, that rugby player. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. I,
3: I think strange, but you know how sort of like the level of comedians we are where it's almost, it's anonymous really. Mm. Mm. Then yes, you do look like a look. If you stand next to Johnny Cochran, you do not look alike. Yeah. but for yeah, some, yeah, yeah. but for somebody who's like walking through Edinburgh, and it's just a, a parade of faces on posters mm. yes. of people they don't really know because they're not famous. Yeah, then maybe yeah, it's like I used to get. Uh, it's like Stuart Goldsmith when he first met me thought I was Chris Cox.
2: The, uh, uh, the, the, the magician. Oh, the um, the large black DJ, the, the the house DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. But, that I can. see. But you it. know
3: how uh, you just said that it was a picture of you with Johnny Cochran's name underneath. Yeah. All the other way around. Yeah. Way, way, I don't remember which way said. Matt Ewins used to do it deliberately, and he used to send other comedians publicity photographs. <laughs> And then, so in newspaper articles, it would have a different comedian. They would have, say Matt Ewans. <laughs> that's, incre- that's 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 <laughs>
2: feels very much like Matt Ewans. That is very much his vibe. He, he
1: gets away with shit like that. I, it's, it's sort of a peculiar genius that I wish I possessed. Well, he's that's
2: he, he is he is that. Like we were chatting the other day. Oh, not the other day. A couple of about a couple of months ago, he was telling me how he he almost got into a. There was someone being horrible to their wife, I think, on the on the train and oh, on the train platform and he was like you want me he just sort of like was about to step into this fight <gasps> and uh, his girlfriend was like D- don't come on this and This guy was <laughs> massive and he's like she's like don't st- stop and he's like you want me and, and then <laughs> at the time Matt's glasses were falling apart so he just like sellotaped them so he just
3: looked like a fucking and also his glasses are really thick <laughs> yeah his eyes look tiny when he wears his glasses. <laughs> hey. Um, anyway, yes. Yeah, so, um, we have these ready, steady, cook, ready, steady, ready, steady cocktail. So I've brought, ready. oh, I've brought ingredients up, Masood, mm-hmm. and I'm going to tell you what I've got, and you're going to tell me how to make it. I haven't brought a vessel up to shake or stir it in, so they will have to be built in the glass. It glasses. gets
1: stirred up in your tummy. Why don't people just agree? Just, that yeah, just stand up
2: it. and just shake.
1: Just go like that.
3: Yeah. Imagine flair bartenders like... doing that though. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> So, do you want to know what we've got, Miss What have
2: you got? What have we got in the, in the, the, in the plastic <laughs> the so tank? salt.
3: We've got smoky whiskey that was made in a rum cask. Okay. so A little rum finish. Okay. I've got raspberry liqueur.
2: Raspberry liqueur. Okay, yeah.
3: Gin. That's my drag name. I've got <laughs> gin. Now, remember, we don't have to use everything. No. I've got some Prosecco left in a bottle from earlier. Okay. And some uh, rhubarb and hibiscus bitters. Rhubarb
2: yeah, and hibiscus bitters. Yeah, and it's bitters.
1: called... Bitter Union, which is what I call me and Chris. (laughs) Um,
2: So I reckon uh, we'll.
3: um, And I I could shake it or stir it in a Mystery on the Rocks book. Which can be yours
2: if you visit. Uh, (laughs) Patreon.com
1: slash Mystery on the Rocks. Sign up. Exclusive podcast. Like a lot of content that we record is amazing, and you only get to hear it if you sign up to the Patreon. Bingo. And you get the episodes two days early.
2: Yeah, that's right. Before the schmucks.
1: Yeah. You get a nice no, slice. No adverts. Yeah, um, ad free.
2: I reckon um, probably just go
1: uh, baked Alaska.
2: That's literally what they do every time on fucking Ready Set. <laughs> oh <Alaska. they laughs> do, yeah, I don't yeah. they? Always do we, a baked Alaska. Yeah,
1: because they've got because we've got a we've got our cupboard which is full of all the kitchen ingredients you expect to find. It's like. What? There's double cream in every kitchen. There, yeah. My. I
2: can assure you, as someone who cooks a lot and someone who, mm. you know, is fairly well stocked kitchen, I never have double cream because no, it goes off. You have to go out and
1: buy it, especially yeah. because you've got five days. You get double cream, you've got five you days. You've got
2: five days. Of... There's a five day window if you can Fucking
1: get through it. Coffee, Weetabix. Um Wee to with double cream, fuck me. Yeah, we with <laughs> double cream, man. We baked with double cream and brown sugar. That is Stir
2: rich.
3: it up. We're gonna bake to Alaska though, are we?
2: I reckon we go if we're gonna go whiskey and because you had whiskey, you had gin, you had the the liqueur. What was the liqueur again? It was a raspberry. raspberry liqueur, which, which
1: liqueur. I So here's what I thought rum cast whiskey yeah. and raspberry liqueur. That's where I, I was going. That.
2: I was going with that. I think if you or if you were going to go the other way, mm. you'd go... Yeah, I'd go that. That's where I was thinking. Maybe... So the whiskey's I'm definitely... I'm not sure about the either. bitters. The bitters might be... Actually, no, maybe a little bitters. Just a touch, just to see what happens. Just a little bitter. Just a little... Because ah. it
1: keeps you realistic, doesn't it? Ah.
2: So I reckon ah. I reckon you go two parts that, the whiskey, roughly, to one part... Ooh. Or ha- one half to one part liqueur. Oh. Hello. Yeah, that's about good. That's good. You
1: spilt some, Chris. Did I? Oh, no, no, maybe not. not. on the wood. Not on the wood?
3: Um,
2: um, no, I
1: think you're right. Um, uh, and then,
3: Dad, what Dad, did Dad. you say, sorry? Just, raspberry. Just see you licking
2: it off the wood like a, like a like, cocaine in yeah. a <laughs> party. Raspberry.
3: Licking cocaine. It's off the wood him. that gives it character. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, what did you say? Like one. I round. reckon
2: about a part, maybe half a part, something like that. Yeah, the enough nice to give it it's some colour. making,
1: color. that's good, isn't it?
3: Yeah. Boop, boop,
1: boop, it sounds like a man would make it.
3: A sound effect comedian. Oh, yeah. So, like, he goes just goes,
1: stage and goes, Do you remember when they it? were a huge thing in the nineties? Yeah, like yeah. people going like
3: Phil Cool got, got, with his face and everything as well.
2: Phil Cool? <laughs> That's not comedian. <brilliant. laughs>
1: You've
2: made him up. <laughs> His name isn't Phil Masood, Cool.
1: Google Phil it's Chris's biggest inspiration.
3: Hey, Masood, Google Phil Cool.
2: I'm going to look up Phil Cool. I can't believe Right now, I insist. Phil cool I shan't because... believe it. <laughs>
1: this is. Because I think at one point I fancied him.
2: <laughs> oh, first thing He's on there. The official, the official trailer of Chippendale Rescue Rangers is out, just so you know, guys. <laughs> Phil Cool. Bill, here, here I think he
1: was one of those people who, as a kid, this like loved the, it when he was a teenager. So, yeah. so seen seen this, this, but it. that's the first. Oh, that's the second picture there.
3: Uh,
2: oh, Mr. show the second. That's <laughs>
3: oh, alive. <laughs> Feel cool.
1: Well, this Zoom is being recorded, so I can put. We can put this on the Phil Feel
3: um, cool. So, are we, did you say a bit of bitters as well? I'd
2: say
1: a touch, just to see what it's top like. Top it up with bitters to the top.
3: <laughs> <laughs> one dash or two dashes.
2: Though? I'd say one taste, and then add add go to your own taste. Because bitters is sort of like salt and pepper, really. So think about it as seasoning.
1: I always do three drops. I do that too.
2: Actually, no, no, what then, No, no, then go buy your own seasoning. Go by three. Top up. Go by three. No, that's what this you is want.
1: great.
3: Do you want to top up with prosecco? How
2: does it? How does it? How does it taste? I first?
1: I think taste it without the prosecco. Chris oh, has just like. thrown in more of the bitters. I, I didn't. Yeah. I'm sorry. This truly is a bitter union. <laughs> okay. Right. Ah. Hey. We Here we go. Ah. Do
3: cling. it above the
1: camera. Hey. Ah. There <laughs> we cling. go. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> how funny. Oh, right. it smells delightful. Does doesn't it? Oh. Yeah. Oh. I thought so. That's good. That's good. That is really nice.
3: Oh, there's a burn there. Yeah, Hello? yeah it's lovely. Yeah. Hello. Mm. Oh, I'm jealous. Clever us. I'm very we jealous. We readied, we steadied and we cooked. <laughs> um, you know. We need a name for this. <laughs> um, name for this. Mm.
2: I mean, we could call it the Just baked call Alaska. It, call, it ready, cook, call, it call it Ready Steady Cook. Call it Alaska. Ready Steady Cocktail. Yeah, ready like Steady that. Cocktail. Yeah, 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 that is better.
1: Uh, hey, anyway, hey. this. Yes? Um... Uh, ready, steady cocktail, cocktail. What are you drinking? So in suit? this
2: is called a bishop. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm not entirely sure about the name.
3: Uh, Can I just say that's a really generous lime garnish? Like it's th- it's half a lime. It's half oh, a oh, it's lime. not as thick as I thought it was.
2: Well, so my knives aren't sharp enough, so I can't I can't cut thin slices. It is rum, red wine, uh, lime juice, and simple syrup.
1: Uh, and it is, Oh is—it's all right, actually.
2: Rum and red wine. Yeah, I was—I was I sceptical. Was the same
3: colour as a very sturdy cocktail. Yes.
1: It, where does it originate?
2: It's from the Ward Astoria book.
1: Um, oh, and do they give you a potted history of the cocktail? Uh,
2: not really. As with most of the drinks in the Ward Astoria book, they're just like we made it because we're a famous cocktail bar, and then I see. Like, right,
1: okay then. They ready steady Cocktail. Essentially,
2: yeah, they went like, right, what's left? Yeah, let's do that.
1: Right.
3: The, re- the ready steady cocktail is going straight in our mystery on the rocks. A hundred percent, yes, yes, yes. I it's mean, it's really I was...
1: good, and it has great origins. I
3: tell you, what's it, the, the profile of it is complex because it's smoky from the whiskey. Yes, it, there's a burn straight away. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but the the sweetness cuts through it. Yeah, and then I'm not sure what the bitters does, but it must be something. It must be
2: something.
1: I've got. Yeah, the, raspberry is one of those. F- um, fruits that is both sweet and sharp mm. and that is a very good with the smoky whiskey i've got some some of this can I smell the whiskey yes i've never smelt the rum based whiskey uh, i want to smell this when whiskey.
3: i s- when we say it's rum cask smoke whiskey it's our friend smokehead rum riot oh Hello. yes
1: well it's really nice you- can i just taste some on its yeah, own yeah do it do okay. it do just because i want to taste it I'm do you want to put have- it in the mystery on the rocks mug no, I just want to pour right out of the just want to pour it in my mouth like a creep. That's lovely. Do you like it? Yeah, I like it more than smokehead whiskey. One of my favourite which I like.
3: I like I mean, it. this is smokehead whiskey. No, but I like but, um... it
1: more than just
2: ordinary. What, what have we got tonight for us, Chris? What have you got for us this?
3: Uh, uh, this heard of a little thing called crystal act? Hey,
2: uh,
1: that's what ooh. I call you.
3: <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's my Chris. drag name.
2: Tell that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. That is, I mean, as you said that, I heard Ryan. RuPaul saying it. I heard RuPaul saying it. I was like, that's incredible. <laughs> Crystal Knot, I suspect um, our listeners, for those who do not know Crystal Knot, please do. Entice slash educate us.
1: Basically, Kristallnacht was a very pivotal moment in the Nazis' history during their... uh, Well, not their rise to power, during their time in power. pre war. Yes. It's a word that gets used a lot, sometimes misused a lot, Mm -hmm. and a very important part of German history, Nazi history, and Jewish history.
3: Yes. It was uh, November 1938, so he'd been power for five years, but... He'd been absolute dictator for I think four. It happened because of uh, well, it happened because they fucking hated Jews. But <laughs> it was like Hitler's main thing. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure it yeah, was, was more than yeah. art. Actually,
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. which he should have stuck to really.
1: <laughs> he was very good. <laughs> uh,
3: so yeah, because it, it basically they targeted Jewish businesses. Yes. Uh, it isn't just that they broke windows. Like, people died. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they Chris, call it...
1: The term Crystal Night is actually kind of minimising, isn't it? Very
3: much well, yeah, so, cause yeah, because yeah, like, it literally it's like... translates as Crystal Night, or yeah. they call it Night of the Broken Glass, mm. but obviously it should have been Night of the Lost Lives.
1: Yeah, Night, night <laughs> yeah. of the Killings. Night, uh, mm-hmm. night of the sign of where things are going. Yeah.
3: Do you remember, like, we were talking about how the Reichstag fire was used as a tool for Hitler to then snatch control. Yes. To remove the rights of the press. Almost as if he organised it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so with uh, with Kristallnacht, they needed a justification for it. So h- hating uh, Jewish people wasn't enough. Mm. So there was something that they used as a reason for Kristallnacht. Hmm which you, only, you didn't know about.
1: No, Chris mentioned it earlier. Oh, yes. And I had never heard about this. And it, that's ridiculous. What a gap in my knowledge. Yeah. Um, it's a gap in everyone's knowledge. Yeah,
3: so obviously there, there, was, there was enough Jewish businesses for them to target that it became known as the Night of Broken Glass because yes. it referred to the, the, all the glass that littered the streets. But the excuse for it mm-hmm. was that a German diplomat called Ernst von Rath yeah. had been assassinated. Right. By a German born Polish Jew living in Paris. Oh. So the assassination actually happened in a different country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the assassination it... happened in France.
2: By this. It's so okay, far right,
1: yeah. beyond, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, so
3: this German diplomat was assassinated by a 17 year old Jew.
1: Right. Hey, Masood remind you of anything? Oh. Hmm. Who's 17 who's recently done a little bit of killing?
3: Oh. Oh. Um, yeah, so...
1: Oh my God, sorry if that was going to be a big reveal No, it was end. going to be
3: just a bit later on, but we'll get into it oh, now. sorry. No, no, it doesn't matter. No, no, because it, it, it's relevant. Okay. Um, we'll just do it as a parallel. Okay. yeah, yeah. In 2020, uh, not even two years ago, because it was August 2020, hmm. Kyle Rittenhouse... Yes, yes, yes. He's 17 years old. He shot two men and wounded someone else... Yes. Um, ...during the protest riots and civil unrest that followed the shooting of Jacob Blake. So the white police officer shot Jacob Blake. Mm-hmm. There were protests for it. Kyle Rittenhouse went specifically to that protest and shot and killed somebody. I remember this. Yeah, yeah. And now he's become this sort of like unbelievably hero of the the alt right. I <sighs> mean,
1: it's it's mental, isn't it? You've got um, uh, Tucker Carlson. There's footage of Tucker Carlson meeting Kyle Rittenhouse backstage at the Turning Point USA rally. Jesus Christ. And I may have that wrong. It may have just been the Republican National Convention.
2: Rally's a rally Um, anyway you slice it, so it doesn't really matter which
3: one. Yeah,
1: pretty much, yeah. yeah. But
3: but also, like, the Trumps welcoming him to...
1: Yeah, yeah. he's there doing photo ops with Trump at Mar-a-Lago. And Tucker Carlson, like, giggles like if I met... uh, like or something. so he's
2: like starstruck and he's like oh my guy.
1: god I'm so excited Tucker oh Carlson I'm so excited god. to meet you he basically tells Kyle Rittenhouse he's a huge fan and Kyle no. Rittenhouse his only thing he's known for is killing two BLM protesters that's fucking insane that's all and he's known all for all
3: I'm saying Masoud, what did you do before you were 20
2: <laughs> I completed Grand Theft Auto San Andreas <laughs> all, all the way to the end baby Not hundred percent though. Not hundred percent, but very close.
1: Oh, you didn't get hundred percent.
2: Yeah, I was, I was an any percent guy. That was me. Just get to the end.
1: (laughs) Um,
3: so and I mean, listen, I know this episode is about Crystal Act. Mm. Why we talking about Carl Rittenhouse? But our attempt is to try and sort of
2: well see the parallels of the past. Yeah, and like today.
3: like I say, we discovered a little bit too late that the theme of this series is where how did we end up where we were? Yeah, how did yeah? So uh, so I didn't know this mm. about the Carl Rittenhouse thing. Yeah, but the maths. Works out as three quarters of Democrats thought that he should be convicted. Mm-hmm. Two thirds of Republicans mm-hmm. thought that Rittenhouse should be acquitted. Wow. Thought that the freedom to shoot protesters was more important than the freedom to protest.
1: Yeah.
2: Sweet Jesus, that is. I mean. What are we? I can't even put into words how that makes me feel. It's.
1: I remember when when Trump lost in twenty twenty, and what a glorious time it was. Mm. Uh, we were discussing this earlier. I didn't blast the toilets. And...
2: <laughs> <laughs> you did with your nasty McDonald's shit. <laughs> you
1: dirty little bugger. When when Trump lost, there was this element of cool. We've mm. averted something, but there were people who went, "Great, that is all of that defeated," and it wasn't. No. no. That's
3: this. Yeah, it's basically the the idea that the the enemy has been vanquished. Yeah. When it hasn't, it's 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 been allowed to regroup. Yeah. Like few, and, there's yeah.
1: a, there's a way that this can be defeated. No, don't stop now. And they. Yeah. Do. yeah it's the sort it's, of Hydra thing, isn't it? You can't yeah, one head and then.
3: A little bit. Yeah. Um, the fight is never going to end because the enemy can regroup mm. and it can grow stronger. It's like with to bring it back to this, Hitler took power in 1933. And it was catastrophic for the world. Yes. Ten years before, he tried a coup.
2: That's right. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember that episode. Yeah, and it yeah,
3: didn't work. You know. And he got put in prison.
2: Yeah. So that's the thing. It's like you think, like, oh, we've we've got it. We've now he's in prison. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, no, no. He gets he out. He learned the
1: error of his ways in jail. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: and let's remember.
2: Oh, he's written some book. I mean, it's not good. So no one will read it. Let's remember.
3: <laughs> but... He made himself dictator by removing civil liberties and whatever. Mm. But he got into the position to remove those civil liberties. By being a by being voted in yeah. and oh fucking hell anyway point is it's not outside the realms possibility that this is only going to, I mean listen let let's let's not I know it was I know it was a, a rubbish one mm. but the insurrection at the Capitol the fact that it failed is going to annoy enough people, people it to, it to and try they it again thin. they'll yeah. be ready more people will be radicalized that the next time will be bigger and worse
2: it's it's a very uh narrative driven as we all kind of have that idea in our heads of like every day is a story isn't it every day is an episode mm. of our lives and so then again like you're saying like the enemy is vanquished he's gone it's like no that's not it, there's always somebody worse. Yeah. It's like in, spoiler alert for Succession, that there's a character, uh, what's his name? Jared, that character. Jared they, Menken. Menken. Yeah. I mean, that's somebody who, you know, for the listeners who have not seen Succession, basically imagine if Jordan Peterson were somehow in the running for president. That's a terrifying idea. Imagine if idea. Jordan
1: Peterson was really handsome, youngish, and very charismatic Sue, stop pointing at me <laughs> thumb imagine if Jordan Peterson was like this young hot charismatic guy but like Mencken is the he's the definition of a national socialist yes he's a he's a Nazi who believes in socialised medicine mm. and it, if you bottle that and make it look like the beautiful guy that they cast in Succession, who's the guy from Angels in America TV series, and I can't remember what his name is, the miniseries. Stage. <sighs> yes. Do you
3: remember the, uh, Angels in America was like such a huge deal because Al Pacino was doing TV? Yeah,
1: oh. and Meryl Streep. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, I yeah. remember that in a time where people were like,
1: the, the, look at them, the big Hollywood actors. Oh God, They're to slum he? it down here. Bloody,
2: like, hell.
3: Yeah, he, <laughs> bloody, bloody
1: hell. Bloody hell, bloody kids are having a party. He, he, he's playing Roy Cohn. Are we going to do an episode on Roy Cohn? Is it on the list,
3: Chris? It's not on the list at the moment. There's no but mystery, but I mean... want to do an episode on it. Well there's no mystery on Crystal Lake,
2: But no. it is intriguing and uh...
1: How can you
3: like where we've got to Who in this did series, this? <laughs> where we got hmm. to on this series and on on this on this season, hmm. how can you miss it out? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, we've got. We Ch-
2: of
1: course. I think in one of the Hitler episodes, we were like, "Is Hitler going to come up again? Yeah. Or, 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 is, or is he done uh, <laughs> now?" He won't come Listen, up again.
3: Listen, um, if this is your first episode of Mystery on the Rocks, the fact that Sue said one of the Hitler episodes, one,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> he comes up a lot.
3: An
2: indication of
3: <laughs> how
1: much we, we our, like to the
3: twentieth century had a lot of Hitler cameos. A lot.
1: Hitler has a lot of content. Well, every
2: time he walks into a room, people clap and
3: cheer like Kramer out of
2: Seinfeld. No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you said that as a joke, but it happened. They did.
1: <laughs> you used but to walk that, into because rooms Because he used to insist used on it. To, yeah, yeah. Did you... Did, uh, the um, last podcast on the left, starring friend of the show, Henry Zebrowski we we just coming up on a year since our Henry a episode. Oh, yeah. I was too drunk for that episode. I still feel. We were, we were, we, we, were we were all nervous. We were we were nervous, and, nervous and I got strong, fucking hammered, and it was uh, a disaster. And so last podcast, they're doing MK Ultra at the moment. Oh my god, mm-hmm. I love MKUltra. <laughs> they're doing a series on MK Ultra. I'm suit. they are two episodes in. You got oh, it. I'm going to listen to that. But they talk about Hitler, and they talk about this idea that Hitler was very, very charismatic. Mm. They say, yes, on stage he was. Actually, off stage, everybody considered him a weird guy. Yeah, if you were in a room with Hitler, he was off-putting and weird. And I think that's really interesting because I think that's what we're like.
3: (sighs) Yeah,
2: I know what you mean. (laughs) Um, It's like off stage is like everyone's like, oh,
1: they're they're all right. They're weird to hang out with though. (laughs) Weird guys, just three weird guys. Uh, We're the Hitlers of
2: podcasting. (laughs) It's a shame we can't put that on a uh, T-shirt. Hitlery on the rocks. Hitlery on the (laughs)
1: rocks.
0: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.
2: As we
3: know, it's not a mystery. We know who did it.
2: It was several nights. This is it wasn't several.
1: One it night. was one night. Was it one night?
3: Ninth uh, to the tenth of November.
1: Oh my god! In my head, it was like over three uh,
3: nights. Night of the Long Knives was, was
1: over yes, a I knew few that, yeah. but Seven I thought days. Kristallnacht was similar. Oh and god, so it really was one night.
2: It was the so the, it was it was genuinely over one night.
1: It
3: was the ninth, the tenth of November, nineteen thirty-eight. Mm.
1: Obviously, anti-Semitism
3: is not a new thing. Hitler did not invent it. No, uh, he was he was his. It was his biggest fan, probably. He um,
1: fucking loved that stuff. I mean, he, <laughs>
2: it's, he wrote the yeah.
1: He wrote the book,
3: <laughs> but like in the in the twenties, in the twenties, you could be you could be Jewish in and German in Germany, and I mean, Kristallnacht was uh, targeting Jewish businesses. Yes, That meant there were Jewish businesses. They were like allowed. It was yeah. So Hitler cracked down. On it, but gradually he didn't just like. No. Um, that's why he was clever with the Reichstag fire. So he was yeah. like, "I'm going to remove the freedom of the press. I'm going to remove yeah. the uh, civil freedoms." And everybody thought it was a good idea because it was cracking down on terrorism. Right. Yes. And through that same sort of uh, sound familiar. Through that same <laughs> yeah. like sowing the seeds of distrust, mm-hmm. he did like did the same with uh, with the Jewish community. Mm-hmm. Uh, so by the point this happened. Jewish people were not to be trusted, not mm. just by Nazis. Let's forget mm. by actual people that were manipulated and easily.
1: Yeah, well, it in these Christopher Isherwood books, the which Cabaret, the musical Cabaret mm. is based on, books like I Am a Camera and Goodbye to Berlin, mm-hmm. and um, they have like direct quotes from people at the time going, "Well, obviously, the the there's a trait in the Jewish character that means they're very shifty, and they're not to be trusted," as Chris says, and then. They literally say, "Oh, isn't your tailor Jewish or something like that?" And they go, "Oh, well, he's a really nice guy."
2: Wow, that's that's their wedding. So
1: you know, it's all very familiar. We've all lived next door to someone who says, "Like, well, I just don't trust name of minority." And you go, "Hang on, isn't your so and so involved with someone who is of that minority?" Oh, but they're
3: they're fine.
2: fine. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, So this was rife in Germany. the,
3: but the events of Crystal Acts, like Sue said before, like pH levels of society. Mm. So you have to go back, like. Uh, so we're checking the temperature like, on
2: this, and this, it's it's hot. Yeah. Like fifteen, <laughs> hot.
3: like fifteen, maybe like twenty years before that, yeah. where there were early. I mean, listen. Jewish people have never had it easy. No. It's not like, when I say that like Hitler came in and made it hard for them. Yeah. It's like, no Like it's always been hard. Like, he made it yeah, harder. Yeah, they have
1: always it. been kicked out of places. Mm. And in a weird, like I th- <laughs> because, because in the late eighteen hundreds yeah. they named, mm. named, named it they hatred it of anti Semitism. Yeah. They called, hatred of Jews was named anti semitism because they wanted it separate from racism. Right. Because it, it was very fashionable to hate Jewish people. Yeah, this this is true in Rasputin's time, going back to the very beginning of our series. Yes. Um, ah, raspy. Rasputin. was friends with a lot of Jewish people in Russia, which was very unusual for the time because hatred of Jews, anti-Semitism, was fas- literally it was fa-
2: like It was just the done thing. That's fucking crazy.
1: Yeah, it would be like us being into Spliffy T-shirts when we were at school.
2: No, those were great T-shirts, to be fair. Remember Spliffy? Yeah. no. Uh,
1: that was the anti-Semitism of the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit.
2: I've got to burn some t-shirts. Hang on. Don't! Don't <laughs> burn! Sh-
3: but with, uh, um, with Hitler seizing power, mm. he was able to put his own beliefs into... Practice. Uh, ...legislation. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And started alienating German Jews like that. Fucking an hell. And so like, he would remove... Bearing in mind, he removed the freedom of the press and he removed other civil liberties, Mm. in the interests of protecting the nation. He was able also...
2: What a horrible phrase uh, that is, because you just slap it on anything and people go, oh yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. So he was able to start enacting anti-Jewish policies. Uh, So for example, Nazi propaganda alienated half a million Jews in Germany. Mm -hmm. And that only made up less than 1% of the population.
1: Mm.
3: But it framed them as an enemy responsible for and this goes the the interwar period is very very important when it comes to the rise of uh, fascism yeah because it framed the Jewish people as responsible for Germany's defeat in the first world war oh god how is that possible when they were less than 1% I mean first of all ridiculous yeah but second of all, even mathematically not possible if they were less than yeah. Yeah, one percent population. It's Absolutely wacky. ridiculous. There's no like obviously it comes from a place of hatred and bigotry, but there's no logic for it either because the right like to frame themselves as the politics of the head and not the heart. Right, mm. and it doesn't work in there, the head either. at all. Exactly, <laughs> like it does not work anywhere.
2: <laughs> That's oh. it. I mean, it's horrible. Like <laughs> it without without putting I think it,
1: it was putting. I think it was bad.
3: Crystal Night? Bad. Um. Yeah. So eventually, the erosion of Jewish liberties as the Jewish community were—I um, don't know whether you know this—but in under Nazi Germany, they were notoriously persecuted.
2: Oh. This
1: and podcast were, is teaching people. Yes. Yeah. In August
3: 1938, mm-hmm. the German authorities they announced that residence permits for foreigners were being cancelled, just removed, yeah. so they'd have to be renewed. Does this sound like anything this government? Uh, would do? Oh, yeah.
1: There's a little thing called the GRC um, I mean, it's, um, and a little thing called the Windrush. Uh,
3: oh, God. Uh, so this uh, obviously would include Jewish people of foreign citizenship. Yes. So Poland stated that it would renounce citizenship rights of Polish Jews living abroad for at least five years after the end of October that year. That meant Polish Jews living in Germany were stateless. They had no home. Fucking hell. They were Heimatlos, I think was the term. Wow. Uh Heimat means homeland, they have nowhere to go. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: At this point I'd like to say that Kempner is a Polish Jewish name. Oh, yeah. And when people go, Oh really? Have you got relatives in Poland? I'm like, no, yeah. do you know what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Funnily <laughs> they... enough, no. Yeah. yeah.
3: So um, oh, wow. about twelve thousand and I mean obviously more than likely more than that. Yeah. yeah. Twelve thousand Polish Jews were expelled on the twenty eighth of October nineteen thirty eight from Germany. They were told to leave their homes on one night. They were allowed only one suitcase per person to carry their belongings. And as they were taken away, their remaining possessions were seized as loot by Nazi authorities.
2: As loot? Fuck me. Yeah, the government yeah. just
3: took the... You can take one suitcase with you and we're taking the rest. Fucking hell.
1: It's amazing, isn't it?
3: That- uh, now, it's you might be thinking, oh, that our government would never do anything as uh, cruel as that. You can only take so much on a plane. Yeah. You yeah. I mean? mm, yeah. 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 What do you do with the rest? Just chuck it. Facebook Marketplace. It's the free market economy. No, does matter. No, yeah. no, no. Fuck me.
1: Our government need ousting. <laughs> I am on.
3: So they were taken from their homes to railway stations, uh, put on trains to the Polish border and Polish border guards sent them back.
2: Fuck off. No, they didn't.
3: Yeah. What? So- this style, mate. So hang on, so, for but, but a,
2: uh, this is fucking mad. I'm, I'm really trying yeah, to get my head around. It's it. nuts,
1: isn't it? Yeah. Because
2: both governments went nope, uh, it, essentially, yeah. and they went, well, where the fuck are we supposed to go? That's fucking. It was insane. like
1: Tom Hanks in the terminal, but not.
2: Yeah. Funny. <laughs> I was about to say, but not funny or cute or and nah, not nearly didn't enough get to Burger get King
1: with Catherine Zeta-Jones <laughs> or anything. Just sort of like
3: marching listlessly between borders. Jesus Christ! Like, it
1: must have been awful. Yeah. Um,
3: 4,000 were eventually allowed into Poland. That meant 8,000. Where did they go? Yeah. A British newspaper at the time reported this, said that hundreds are reported to just be lying about, penniless and deserted, in little villages along the frontier near where they had been driven out by the Gestapo. Fuck me.
1: These are people who had homes and jobs. Yeah. Like, yeah,
2: yeah. They just, they were just told that. Nope. Pack your shit. Get out.
3: There were, yeah. there were sort of, uh, there were refugee camps, yeah, uh, but the conditions were so bad that some actually tried to get back into Germany and were shot.
2: Fucking hell,
1: but like, fuck.
2: it's like I'm refusing to accept the idea of government being yeah, it's like, it's
1: so hard to picture just being yeah, like, because you go, nope, no, this is crazy, you're
2: out, you right. be like, but why? Mm-hmm. I've got a job and I'm contributing to the economy, and they're like, no, we don't care, yeah, bye.
1: Suddenly, like you go, oh, District Nine is yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, fucking prawns, men, like, get out, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all being, but be- it's all based on actual events. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah,
2: Th-
3: this leads up to a certain event: the ex, the assassination of von, von on the night of the twenty seventh of October, nineteen thirty eight. People were taken uh, in police trucks, in prisoners' lorries, about twenty people in each truck. They took us to a railway station, and the streets were full of people shouting, "Jews out." out to Palestine. Oof. Palestine, by the way, uh, I don't know whether you know remember this, but uh, something that ZZ did yeah. oh. led to the creation of Israel as a state. Oh, yeah. So, uh, out yeah. to Jews out, out to Palestine. This was recounted at the trial of Adolf Eichmann a few decades later no. by a man named Zendel Grinchpan or Grinchpan. Grinchpan, yeah. He was uh, recounting this at that trial his 17-year-old son, Herschel, was living in Paris at the time with an uncle. Yeah. He received a postcard, Herschel did, from his family, from the Polish border while this was happening, describing the family's expulsion. It said, no one told us what was up, but we realised this was going to be the end. We've got, we haven't got a penny. Can you send us something? Yeah. He received that postcard on the 3rd of November, 1938. On the 7th of November, 1938, Herschel, the 17-year-old living in Paris, he went out and bought a gun. And bullets. He went to the German embassy. He asked to see the embassy official. He was taken to the office of Ernst von Rath and he fired five bullets at him.
1: Fucking hell. Yeah. Uh,
3: two of which hit him in the abdomen. Von Rath was a possibly not the right target. I mean, it was the Nazis were always going to use it to their advantage. Yeah, of course. But Von Rath was actually he was sympathetic to the Jews and he wasn't I see
1: oh. so he would have he was like a candidate for uh, Night of the Long Lives yeah so he ah, says okay. uh,
3: it says here that he was uh, although missed on the Night of the Long Lives of course yeah
1: before. but he was kind of part um, of that yeah he group. would have been yeah. he, more of
3: that group. he's a German yeah. diplomat he expressed anti-Nazi sympathies based on the Nazis treatment of the Jews mm. Herschel made no attempt to escape the French police and just confessed to the shooting. It, it reminds me of another like I've I might have, I've name checked him on the podcast before, but Michael J. Dolan. I don't know whether he gigs anymore, but he used to have some really good bits of stand-up. Yeah, and one of the bits that I always remember is that he said, "I hate this government, and I really like I can't. I don't know what to do. Like I just think I'm. I can assassinate George Osborne. I'm just going to assassinate George Osborne. But my plan, my plans never get as far as just." Putting the knife down and waiting for the police. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like this is what Herschel did. Herschel shot. The... <laughs> I mean, that
2: is really funny. Yeah,
3: <laughs> uh, Herschel shot the guy five times. And he's like, right. Um, and he's waiting. He, he picked a German. He picked a German diplomat. Yeah. Didn't necessarily know. He's was a seventeen-year-old guy. He uh, just, you know... uh, Anti-Nazi sympathies, but he, he uh, shot him and just waited for the police to go and confessed. He was like, "Yeah, no, I shot him." Yeah. This was the seventh. Of November. So this
1: is like a Friday. Oh it's my perfect. God! It was literally the day.
3: Yeah. Uh, two days before. Two days. Yes. 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 Um,
1: Bloody hell. Yeah.
3: So uh, uh, he carried a postcard to his parents in his pocket when he got when he did the, the the assassination. And on the postcard it said, "May the God, may God forgive me. I must protest so that the whole world hears my protest." So yeah. Uh, oh
1: bless him. Yeah. <laughs> bless him. Oh bless. Oh my God.
3: So the next day, the German government retaliated, banning Jew- Jewish children from German state elementary schools like primary schools and it indefinitely (laughs) suspended uh, the very next day and it suspended uh, Jewish cultural activities it put a halt to the publication of Jewish newspapers and magazines uh, including three national German Jewish newspapers and uh, so yeah their rights as citizens are just gone no in
2: like three days it's like nope Uh,
3: yeah one of the first legal measures issued was by an order by Himmler actually who was in charge of all the police and it forbade all Jews from possessing any weapons whatsoever and imposing a penalty of 20 years confinement in a concentration camp upon every Jew then found with a weapon after this. Fuck me. So, Ernst von Rath had been shot five times, twice in the abdomen, on the 7th of November 1938. It was on the 8th of November, the very next day, that they imposed these restrictions. Jesus. Von Rath wasn't dead. What?
1: He didn't die.
3: He died of his wounds the next day oh, on the sh- 9th of November. So they just assumed so that he was. De- yeah, so he wasn't dead when the German government retaliated against a 17-year-old radicalised, angry young man. Yeah. They just they, So they, they they were like, oh, um, uh, he has shot a German diplomat. So, okay, Jewish children can't go to school anymore. Uh, and we're going to impose this on the very next day. He My then died the day after that. Me. He wasn't dead when wow. all of
1: that. This is like how... happened and they say, don't they, Cheney saw 9-11 happen and his thirst thoughts were, oh, this is an opportunity. Mm. So this is the Nazis saw Rath get assassinated and went, what an opportunity. Here we go. Yeah,
2: it's it's falling right in our lap. Let's do this. Yeah,
3: yeah. um, Um, yeah. Oh, 100%. Fuck me. But Herschel was 17 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the reason I think this is a parallel is because... The German, uh, the German government, who were Nazis obviously at the yeah. time, they they retaliated by going a seventeen-year-old who is uh, and listen, I th- th- the reason I think it's important that von Rath uh, to state that von Rath was anti-Nazi because mostly of their treatment of Jews. Yeah, it's important to state that because it does show that Herschel, while angry with the treatment of Jewish people yes. in Germany, in his anger, shot the wrong. Yes. Crime. Yeah. He he was That's important to state. Yeah. yeah. Because what happened? He the German government retaliated in a really over like over the top way. <laughs> yeah. What happened to Carl Rittenhouse, seventeen year old who shot these people on the Well Is he in prison? No. They've acquitted him and no. everyone's like,
1: he's a hero
3: and it's like Yeah, oh, he's, become a, he's
1: become he's becoming like a, a icon to the right. Yeah.
3: yeah. No, where Biden sits on the spectrum You can argue. Mm. But the right, as right as you can get in America, they're not in power at the moment. Mm -mm. Mm. So what I'm I'm saying is, is if you were to look at it the other way, and let's say the Republicans and Trump was still president. He won that second term. Yeah. And there's a a rally of which he had lots. And a 17-year-old who fucking hates Trump goes there and shoots two republicans yeah is that 17 year old acquitted for no absolutely he's thrown in he's and i mean i'm I'm saying that as hypothetical and yeah you know it's a bit of a straw man but
2: it's it's really mad because i think like also part of me also thinks that like they would have found anything to have done what they did the Nazis? That's it. They would They were. Oh have,
1: yeah. The fact they were able to mobilize so quickly.
2: I think that they like. Yeah. It was all. It was, it was like,
1: thousands of Jewish businesses. Yeah, it was like everything I'm, was I mean, written,
2: and the, they're like, oh, cool. Okay, we got this." But I. But I know exactly what you're saying, Chris. It's like, yeah. If the shoe was on the other foot, what would have? What would have happened?
3: Yeah, and Herschel was angry about the treatment of Jews in Germany yes. and his own family, of course. But this, it wasn't a vacuum. It wasn't just sort of. He was the one who uh, acted. He was
2: as they like, were. Yes. Was,
3: they yeah. were already removing the jews from germany yeah.
2: so this they were like oh well this, this is, is this just,
3: th- yeah
2: it, if, if history looks unkindly on this we can go well actually yeah. <laughs> we've got a reason
3: this is just it's a it's a catalyst for crystal act it is not it's not like it wasn't going that way absolutely right.
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's not like they went whoa look what happened quick let's formulate a plan yeah they're all just sat there
3: with it on a wall and they're like something's got to
2: happen we can't just do this and something no. happens, and they go. Here we go. Found um, something. Yeah,
3: yeah. Von Rath died on the 9th of November. Word of his death reached Hitler that evening. He happened to be. Well,
2: he was soft nutting in his private cinema. <laughs>
3: this is no almost almost this, almost this is a lovely detail. Yeah. And by lovely, read Close. horrific. Oh God. Hitler, when he heard of von Rath's death, yeah. was uh, with several key members of the Nazi Party at a dinner commemorating. The Beer Hall Putsch of 1923, oh, the failed coup oh, from 1923.
1: I'm celebrating uh, its 15 years. Uh, Jesus
3: so he, uh, Hitler left. Goebbels delivered a speech Gobble. in this place and said that the Führer has decided that demonstrations should not be prepared or organised by the party, but insofar as they erupt spontaneously, they're not to be hampered. Uh, 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 yeah. So uh, basically, Goebbels told the party leaders to organize a uh, pogrom. Oh Jesus Christ. So then awful. R- yeah, riots ha- so that's what brought Kristallnacht but Jesus Christ.
1: Right. What happened during Kristallnacht? Word had reached Hitler.
3: Hitler left the uh the, the, commemoration the gathering dinner. and Goebbels addressed everybody mm. and kind of like surreptitiously said don't stop any thing that happens. Yeah. There was some of the Nazi party that disagreed with Goebbels' actions at the moment, because they they you got to remember Germany was not at war at this point, mm. no, and so they worried how it would play to the outside world, and they were frightened of diplomatic repercussions. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, so they, it wasn't like they were yes. going. Actually, no, don't 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 upset Jewish people. It was think about how this might play. Fuck. So they yeah, were still course. okay. Yeah. It's
2: it, I think it's interesting because like I think the way history is taught, it feels almost like they're just like. It's this unstoppable train. It's moving forward and no one knows. It's like, oh shit, they can't stop it. But it seems like they, this is going to sound quite horrible, but they were at some point like, we can't just like fucking go for it. Let's. No. Like, we yeah. got to play our cards right.
1: PR. Yeah. PR is important. Which I mean, um, is
2: horrific when you think about it. It's
1: gross. Yeah.
3: But it is also maybe another reason for the incitement of Crystal Nax. Because well, yes. um, Goebbels had suffered a, like a, a humiliation, like a personal failure and needed to improve his standing in the eyes of Hitler
2: Oof. That, you and know so what some I can't imagine anything worse than being in that position <laughs> uh, I need like, so to make myself look good I need mean, yeah. to make myself look good for Hitler. for Hitler <laughs> fucking kill yourself <laughs> fucking kill yourself <laughs>
1: I'm gonna dress up as his knees and tell him his art's real nice. I'm gonna shit on his chest. Shit on his chest. Tell him his uh, art is beautiful. But some uh,
3: some people think that that's why Goebbels did what he did. Right. Yeah. To kind of like that makes sense. Uh, uh, imp- impress Addie. Oh
1: God, oh. his nickname is Addie Such a that's twat. Such a shit. Uh, Call me Addy. So
3: on the tenth of November, 1938, at 1:38 a.m. at 1:20 a.m. So during the Events. Yeah. yeah. Reinhard Heidrich who he was a high-ranking SS officer. Mm-hmm. He sent an urgent secret telegram to the uh, security police and the Sturmabteilung, the SA, they Oh before, yes, the stormtroopers containing instructions regarding the riots. Okay. So the the riots were being Guided. Fuck. This included guidelines for the protection of foreigners and non-Jewish businesses and property. Non-Jewish. Jesus
2: Christ. So they're like, right, here's where you... Here's a checklist. Here's what you hit. So here's it was, what you do Yeah.
3: Did. yeah. It, was, it was the Jewish... Community that was specifically um, yeah. targeted, and the police were instructed not to interfere with the riots unless the guidelines were violated. So, if non-Jewish businesses were targeted, that's when the police would
2: step inter- in. Fuck me.
3: The police were instructed to seize Jewish archives from synagogues and community offices, to arrest and detain, and to arrest and detain indiscriminately healthy male Jews who are not too old for eventual transfer to labor camps.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: Pretty bad Ah, isn't it that's fucking horrific Christ yeah
3: Uh, yeah, so there was a message to both the Sturmabteilung and the SS commanders that the most extreme measures were to be taken against the Jewish people so the uh, Sturmabteilung and Hitler Youth that's so, we're I engaged. fucking
2: hate the idea of the Hitler, it's such a fucking...
1: Yeah. It's mad, isn't it?
3: So they were, yeah, they were engaged to participate and shattered the windows of about seven and a half thousand Jewish stores and businesses, Jeez. which is where the name Kristallnacht comes right. from, and then the businesses were also looted. Yeah. But you've got to remember also that by this point, families had had their, most of their possessions taken away. They can mm. take one suitcase with them and then yeah. that's injured fucking hell up. Jewish homes were ransacked all throughout Germany and it's the although violence against Jews had not been explicitly condoned by the authorities, there were cases of Jews being beaten or assaulted
1: and, Following and them, I, you, I bet the, any police that are around at that time are turning on their heel and walking away yeah. they don't go like, hey hey hey, no 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 yeah, they're just like I didn't say nothing mate you what, oh if I'd come across it I would have stopped it yeah, they're all instructed um, yeah. to not step in.
3: So, following the violence, police departments recorded a large number of suicides and rapes. Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, that um, went well. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, 7,500 <laughs> Jewish stores and businesses, but also 267 synagogues. Fuck wow.
1: me. a huge amount, bearing in mind they're less than one Yeah,
2: of the th- I mean, that's mad. Fucking mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Jewish hell. people are not a big part of the and makeup of Germany. When I
3: say 267 synagogues, 267 synagogues were destroyed mm. yeah 1,400 synagogues were damaged wow so that shows you the yeah
1: It's basically all of them there must have there can't have been a synagogue in Germany yeah. on this night wasn't that wasn't touched. targeted in yeah. some way
3: more than 30,000 Jewish men were arrested and imprisoned in the concentration camps
2: yeah. I need to cut this cut this cut this but I had this strange idea of like of Hitler being like Yes, bring me some of these strong, virile Jewish men. I want to see them. Yes. (laughs) 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 you (laughs) would (laughs) be like, like, that's a specimen. The Kaiser
1: Wilhelm II.
3: Ah. Uh, he was the last, <laughs> <laughs> remember him. He was the last German emperor, yeah, and he reigned from 1888 and then abdicated on 1918, which was the end okay. of the War. Kaiser Wilhelm. Ah. He was still alive at this point. That's amazing. He said, "For the first time, I am ashamed to be German."
2: Wow!
1: Wow! What a quote, man! Yeah. Right side of history.
3: Um, those are the events of uh, Crystal Night. Yeah. But then, Suze you wanted to know. What Do we know what happened to Herschel? Yeah. Mm. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. He was 17, obviously, when he of course, assassinated Von yeah. uh So it says here, born 28th of March, 1921. Mm-hmm. Last rumoured to be alive, 1945. Declared dead, 1960. What? Uh... Yeah. Oh, my
1: God. He wasn't executed? Oh,
3: we don't... Well, I mean, Maybe. maybe. But uh, like there's now. no... Uh, there's no record. There's no, oh
1: my God! Look at the picture of him. Is he Hardy
3: uh, Hotty or not? Google him actually, Masood. Yeah, but bear in mind he's Masoud. a minor. He's under eighteen. He's a minor, so don't let watch what you say. Um,
2: <laughs> okay. What was his <laughs> name
3: Is
1: that again? Picture so of him wh- when he's a teenager. Full name yeah, he's,
3: nine, he's seventeen there. He looks thirty. Full name
1: because like it's Herschel full, full
3: Grunspan. I think it's Grunspan. Um uh, yes. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, no. In German, yep. it translates <laughs> as Grunspan. I've got it. It's a Y uh,
2: and, yeah. a, and, and an S and a Z and a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a Y and
1: an S. He looks like a badass. He does he?
2: look like a badass. Yeah, Looking, I kind of want to hang out with him. He'd...
1: And that and that picture is after his arrest, so they, he's gone like, take the.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's like, oh, you taking photos? of He's me?
3: just assassinated a German diplomat. Oh, and that's how he's posing. this guy's
2: cool. Yeah, sorry. Kind of, kind of want a TV show or film made about this guy.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah maybe when we said Crystal Knax is not technically a mystery, mm-hmm. I was kind of lying because. Mm-hmm. Grinspan Herschel he was seized by the Gestapo after the fall of France okay. he was brought to Germany but his fate remains unknown
1: he could be alive he, he could be he, 100 years old wow just
2: in a farm somewhere someone drives up there, like yeah Herschel he'd be
3: about to turn 101
1: he'd be younger than Olivia de Havilland she's still alive yeah oh my god that would be. imagine if he was still alive that'd
3: be pretty cool it, obviously it's assumed after what he did he didn't survive World War 2 but he was declared dead in 1960 yeah. Yeah. Because mm. let's remember, you know, he assassinated von Rath not in Germany. It was in France. So he would have been imprisoned, maybe not uh, executed for it.
1: The French resistance, man. Yeah.
3: And there's a chance that maybe, yeah, he sort of like dissolved into the French resistance and then never...
2: Was uh, never heard from again. See, so is yeah. the
1: thing. It doesn't get talked off enough. World War Two things got fucking crazy. Yeah, shit oh, fucking was Everything nuts. was... It was like someone got a whole desk of papers and went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: He was declared dead in 1960, but then you do that with people that have been missing. Well, yeah, yeah.
2: Like there's a there's a certain if no
1: one's seen him in 15 point, years isn't it? it's it's like and there's after, been a war.
2: Yeah, yeah, they go.
3: And it was in, it was in France, so maybe. Yeah. What if what if he became friendly with the photographer? Oh the
0: photographer,
3: shit! What's his name? Because he went to France. Whoa! He
1: was hanging out with Dolly. Oh
3: man. This is uh, this is interesting, Sue. Yeah. Uh, a photograph of a man resembling him was cited in 2016 as evidence to support the claim that he was still alive.
2: No yeah! way!
1: In his nineties.
3: In 1946. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. So, <laughs> like, the, 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 basically, that evidence when he is, was 25. No, that evidence is that photograph <laughs> was cited as evidence that he was still alive after World War II. That's basically. That's case. amazing. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that he he was no. There's another theory as to why he was assassinated Von Rath. Apologies. You. The postcard in his pocket suggests otherwise, and probably circumstance does as mm-hmm. well. But there's some suggestion that he was actually in a love affair with Von Rath. <gasps> oh,
2: Juicy!
1: Yeah, that's hot goss!
2: Spill a tea, Chris!
3: <laughs> he was theorised to have been equated with Wrath mm-hmm. before the
2: show Oh, so this was a lover's tiff as opposed to a assassination So
3: yeah, according to the theory, Wrath was gay uh, He'd met Grouchepin in Le boeuf sur la Toit, Which was a bar in Paris Wait, um, wait, wait, what does that translate to? I'm the sure buff, that the translates as the, the beef on something <laughs> um, Beef on the roof Beef on the but roof? Beef still on be, the roof? Yeah. Wow. Um,
1: beef on my head uh,
3: Yeah, it's still it's still there
1: Is it? hey yeah. In, in Paris. <laughs> yeah road trip
3: they, the, apparently they'd met <laughs> apparently they'd had a sexual uh, relationship yeah
2: so he was coming in and he's like how dare you do
1: you know what I've seen euphoria 17 year olds are dramatic man mm. yeah
3: but, but not just don't you think that it's Occam's razor here and the most likely scenario is is that he had the postcard in his pocket. Yeah. yeah. like There was a his parents saying, please forgive me. I um, think yeah. it's definitely... Pro- yeah. it, he actually said... And there, you could read that as like, please forgive me uh, if I brought disgrace on you for being gay or whatever. Being gay, but, yeah. But the postcard also said, this is my protest and I want the world to hear it. Oh um, yeah, well then it, no, it's so very it much It either. has to be yeah. because of the He was
1: things. straight as hell.
3: What do we think happened to Herschel?
1: I... He was in by the way, I'm really team.
3: super glad that we found a mystery within Crystal. Nact. Yeah, <laughs> I've never
1: heard of this either. I know what Crystal Act is, and I know enough about it. I know that thousands of Jewish businesses were targeted, and no lives were lost. I never knew that this was what they used as a justification. Yeah, so yeah. I guess
3: like again, it's part of the, the fact that we're not taught everything at school. No. So yeah. we were taught that Crystal Act was a thing, hmm. but not necessarily. I, I mean, listen. All you need to know is that the Nazis hated Jews, and that's why Kristallnacht happened. Yes. Yeah. But like, the, at the time, you forget that we weren't at war, and they needed to have like, they ne- I guess they needed to justify mm. actions to the outside world. And yeah, yeah. didn't didn't it didn't wash because everyone was like fucking tyrants in Germany. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A- and it and, and all it did was take a, a political act to threaten other nations for mm. people to get involved. The press, our press, mm. I mean, not all of our press, Daily Mail, were <laughs> reporting on what was happening in Germany, mm. going, this is awful, this have is Have we dreadful. talked about
1: the Daily Mail with their headline, Hurrah for the Brown Shirts? Wow,
3: we no. We have not mentioned
2: it yet.
1: Isn't it amazing? It hasn't come up yet and we're in those. Yeah, I would have thought
2: yet. like they would have been like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh.
1: No, that is a thing. Wow. Well it's a, it's, a, it's such a um it's such a weird one, uh, because so many things now get compared to Crystal Knight hmm. without all this context.
3: Yeah. And I think that's
1: But it's it's crazy, like you look at the murder it of It was Ch-
3: Rothsmeer, wasn't it?
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um you you look at the um murder of there's an article Chris has found from the Guardian saying, "Don't, Don't damn, damn the, the Daily, Daily Mail yeah. for its <laughs> fascist flirtation." <laughs> it's like me and Masood fancying Zed. When um, was it? When was
3: it? When was that article? Because obviously it's like a famous headline. Hooray for the brown but yeah, uh, shirts! Yeah, the black shirts. Black shirts. shirts brand even. Brand, I right? said brown shirts yeah, that's something else. The, the, the brown
1: shirts were the, were the Nazi stormtroopers. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry, yeah. that's something else. The black, I mean, shirt, the black shirts, Oswald Mosley. Yeah, but when? When the hell was it? What? What was the date? It's got many screen grabs. What date? Yeah, what date was it? Well, I I was just saying that you look at things like Joe Cox was murdered in the days leading up to the EU referendum Mm. in twenty sixteen. Prominent socialist Labour MP, real up and comer in the party, she was murdered by a far right extremist who at the time Britain First was a major website and a rising far right political party in this country. 2016, this is less than six years ago, yeah. as he... 1934. 1934, okay. Which, okay. by
3: the way, um, was literally just before the Enabling Act. Wow. wow. Jesus Christ.
1: But you got, like, less than six years ago in this country, a far-right extremist murders Joe Cox as he is being... Sort of wrestled to the ground. Yeah. He's screaming, "Britain first, traitor! What is it? Traitors! Ah!" Oh. I
3: only remember the first bit,
1: but he—he's anyway. He was yelling about Britain first. What was it? Tra- something to do with death to traitors, Britain first, death to traitors, right. something like that. And he gave that as his name in court as well. What he said, "Britain That's first, name.
2: death to traitors." Yeah,
1: yes, a oh, god. I can't remember the exact quote, but anyway. Oh. But that, but that was happening here. That's fucking now, insane. If the left had been in charge here, would they have used that as a catalyst to destroy all far right I, businesses, etc.? No, yeah,
2: right, right, of course, um, yeah, absolutely not. It's
1: that kind of thing. But the Tories were in power,
3: um,
2: and
1: he was just seen as one nutter.
3: Who is it? Who was it that said the left will always destroy itself because it tolerates ideas that want to destroy it?
1: Oh god, it's so depressing. That said, who but it's was it? That true. Say, who was it? I don't that know. Said? No. I don't know, but I um, listen.
3: Are. Let's say I mean, listen. Stalin. It was me. Yeah, I said it. Old, old lefty Stalin.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Famously oh, left, Corbyn's hero, Stalin.
3: <laughs>
1: Joe Boy Starling.
2: Se- seasoned swimsuit hottie Joseph Stalin. <laughs>
1: swimsuit hottie, good hair, good
3: great
2: hair.
1: Um,
3: I can't remember the name of the guy that killed her either. Um,
1: I like that we can't remember his name, but we all knew who Jay Cox was.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think his uh, name was a cunt. <laughs>
1: I mean, I got banned from Britain first because I kept correcting all this. <laughs> so we're going back to like 2014, 2015 yeah. and I got blocked from their Facebook page. But I was getting DMs from people and Facebook said this was fine. One of them said, I'm going to gut you like a fish while you sleep. <sighs> With And they sent me a screen grab. Now, it's only Gatwick, which is an area I live in. But they sent a screen grab of Gatwick. Fuck. That's a, that, that's, that's, a that's, that's a death threat. Yeah, that's probably uh, a death threat. And I reported it to Facebook and Facebook were like, this doesn't go against our community hey, guidelines. Hey, Suze. How yeah. many death threats have you sent? <laughs> do you know what I haven't sent? Isn't any that interesting? At all.
3: Listen, that guy was a nutter. Mm. Far right yes. nutter who killed yeah. Joe Cox. But was there was there a catalyst that made him emboldened to do what he did, when he did? Let's remember it was summer twenty sixteen.
1: And he picked a socialist woman Labour MP. Mm. Now, he didn't just pick some uh, someone he didn't pick like a Cameron Tory. Yeah. Someone who was against Brexit, but a Tory. I mean, yeah.
3: My point is, is that something terribly polarizing had just happened. Maybe we will, if we ever recover from that polarization, it will be when we are in our sixties. Like yeah. it's, it's really, really yeah, sad. It's isn't it? quite frightening. We be-
1: may be explaining to our children in twenty-five years or thirty years. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, when you were around for this, it was fucking insane. Yeah. And Today's politics is insane. Yeah. But
3: when you live through history, you don't necessarily know what's going to be remembered and what isn't. Yeah. So this idea of, like, we're just talking about, oh, we've heard of Act, mm. but have we heard of Herschel before? Had we heard of Von Raff? No, exactly. Didn't no. know this was no. a catalyst. Never so really. what are we in decades' time going to be talking about? Are we going to be talking about, oh, my God, this and this and this mm. and this?
1: It's going to be about Cameron fucking that pig's head Now, you know what it'll be? It'll
2: be Crystal Pepsi. I swear to God, everyone
3: (laughs) fucking talks
2: about that.
1: People can't get over Crystal Pepsi. Pepsi. I
3: can't believe that they fucking marketed that off the back of Crystal. (laughs) They'll use anything Anything. to sell Pepsi. Y'all remember when all these businesses
2: got destroyed? Now there's Crystal Pepsi.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And Crystal Pepsi is a business that was destroyed. Hmm.
3: Geopolitically, we are... 1938. We're on the brink. It's of,
2: if we're uh, if we just to, just yeah. to check the temperature. It's hot. <laughs> it's very hot. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah we're possibly, coming hot. We are six months away. Possibly on the back of this, because bearing in mind, where were they sending those Polish yes, Jews to? Back to Poland. Poland was sending them back. Maybe may, maybe this leads to something.
1: Poland's right? population during the war was decimated. Twenty percent of Poles died in the war, wow. including their entire Jewish population. Jeez. Anyone who didn't get out. Died wow. if they were um, Jewish and Polish. Sue's Kemp here, yeah, Polish Jew.
3: That's where we leave the planet until next until next week. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go
2: back what to our home planet. What you don't know, readers, is that <laughs> me,
1: Chris, and Masood are like poochie, and we go back <laughs> our to our home planet between episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see the animation <laughs> cell
2: as we all leave. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much, Chris. Fucking
1: fascinating. I hope I hope our listeners have learned a lot. Yeah, again,
2: like did not know about all of that other sort of, you know, no idea. Like, like you said, it's like
1: I know so I knew so little about the content. Yes.
2: And again, that and thing of like, them just going, right, we need to find ways to justify this. It's fucking mad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks so much, Chris. And uh, thanks. Thanks to you as well for listening, you lovely, lovely listeners. Uh, thanks so much, everybody. And you know where you can find us. We are on Twitter, at Mr. On the Rock, spelled R-O-X. Uh, you can find us send us a little tweet. Um, you can also, we're also on Instagram under the same name. Uh, you can also uh, join our Patreon. That's right. Patreon.com slash mystery on the rocks to get all sorts of fun, lovely little gifts for yourself or that special someone in your life who loves
1: Who do you, who do you want to I mean, give a gift, and gift to? Give it. And,
2: um, who would I give a gift to? Um,
1: if you could choose anyone. I
2: could choose anyone. Um, whoa, probably myself.
1: <laughs> wow <laughs> mine right. was going to be Jeremy I was, Renner
3: I was letting you pause because I was thinking oh Susie's Su- Susie's fighting a losing battle here because she's angling for herself but she's talking to a man with a daughter hmm. and you picked he neither he picked either. himself
2: <laughs> um, you can get uh, get yourself a lovely mug or a t-shirt poster all these lovely things come to you periodically when you join highest tier because that's the best one um, yeah yeah
0: Suze, Chris, and Masood went back to their home
1: planet. <laughs> <laughs> Bye!
0: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing.